0: You're listening. No, you're listening to the Buns.com podcast network. <laughs> buns, Buns, Buns. I'm Fernando.
1: And I'm Jamie.
0: And this is the Opposite Tastes podcast, two Gen Xers who can't be more different, sample odd snacks, and discuss or argue about pop culture. Of course, we've got our snack review coming up at the end of the episode, but first, Canada. Mm. Because, um, well, this is technically a Canadian podcast. Yeah. Because it comes streaming, if you will, out of the great white north even though it's recorded in Hawaii. So yes, we wanted to pay tribute. It took us a season and a half to get there, but <laughs> we're here, folks. And again, uh, as a tribute to, of course, the the Buns Podcast Network, and to a lot of our Canadian listeners. We just uh, wanted to take a moment to, well, more than a moment, the oh, entire yeah. episode, if you will, mm-hmm. almost, where we can, uh, I guess, as a tribute to Canada. And to homage. Homage, yeah. if you will. And, and all of the wonderfulness that lies within. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe we'll learn some things along the way. Maybe, hey, maybe you Canadians will learn something along the way. Probably not. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> enjoy, if anything, um, our, uh, what's the word? Na- naivety? Naivety. Naivety, mm-hmm. yes. And our ignorance.
1: Yes, and yeah, let that
0: go. be of entertainment value yeah. to you. <laughs> okay, so uh, before we get into this, we have a sponsor, mm-hmm. maybe several sponsors. Do you have a sponsor? I have one. Okay. There you go.
1: Okay. So um, my sponsor today is the letter Z, Z,
0: Z or yeah. Zed as they say in yeah, the UK. Yeah.
1: Sure. Really?
0: Yeah. Z. Z.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. You can walk cool or talk cool, but you can't write cool with, without Z. <laughs> yeah, How's it?
0: it? Ah, true. Yeah. It's a thinker. Boys. Boys. hmm Yeah, Back I miss the, the 80s. 80s. We put Z on the end of it, everything. Yeah. Uh, we also have another sponsor here. Ice hockey. We can just call it hockey, right? Because you know I'm talking about hockey. Yeah. Ice hockey. Um, who needs teeth anyway? <laughs> hockey. <laughs> okay, now before we get in, uh Again, before we get into... Uh, canada jamie do you have a question for me
1: yeah one of our uh, spontaneous random questions okay yeah uh, totally unrehearsed unplanned right you, right, don't, you don't know n- what I've i'm n- gonna no ask
0: idea you. what you're gonna ask me right. therefore there could be no coaching or drawing about planned canned answers right so here we go
1: okay but it's a it's it's not it's not you know personal work. i mean it is personal well you would know it's
0: something that i can riff on so
1: sure you can riff on anything
0: Kind of, yeah. Almost ninety-nine
1: point nine percent of any topic in the world.
0: Pretty much.
1: Yeah. Other than like Russian physicists.
0: Yeah, that's my only.
1: Your Achilles heel. Yeah. Okay, so your my question is, um, okay, so I know you're double jointed.
0: Mm. Okay. Because you've told me this. Yes.
1: And I've noticed weird things about your fingers. <laughs> but you know I. You know, from, like, the first time I heard about double-jointed, like, you know, I had a, a friend in the playground said, I'm double-jointed, you know.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, okay. I never really got my head wrapped around exactly what that means. Right. Um, I think it would help, maybe I, later on, I'll Google uh, to see a, a double-jointed skeleton next to a normal skeleton.
0: Right, right. And see... Right. W-
1: you know what is the difference? Or at least a hand.
0: Yeah, actually you know? I wouldn't mind seeing that too. A bony too.
1: skeleton hand. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'll do that. Yeah. And if I do find something, I'll, I'll post it in show notes.
0: Yeah, that'd be amazing. So
1: my, my question actually is, okay. is um, tell me one upside and one downside to being double jointed.
0: Ooh, okay. Let's start with downsides because there's a few. Okay. Um, I sprain my fingers very easily. Uh, just because I guess you would think maybe they they 'd get injured less because mm-hmm. they can they can bend right, and right. so there 's more give right. to it uh-huh. but uh, but no there 's like zero strength it 's like my my fingers are pretty weak, and so um, football like catching a a ball uh-huh. like yeah it sprains very easily doing that yeah. um, yeah, hmm. like if I just clip my, you know, like how maybe some people would sprain their toe catching it on furniture. Right. I do a lot of that with my fingers, like it catches on something. Um, oh, um, remember when I did that obstacle course I think Kapolei at the Coral Creek?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, my fingers were sprained for about three months. Took three a long months. Yeah, took a long time for it to, to heal. Huh. And, and that obstacle that I sprained on, I was just trying to hold on to a rope type of situation, yeah. like a rope swing type yeah. of thing, and just, um, I I reached out to catch myself and my fingers just went ahead and just started weaving in a pattern that there, I looked at my hand and my fingers weren't in the order that they were supposed to be in. So
1: your fingers got tangled in themselves? Yeah, yeah. Wow.
0: And yeah, so they were all in a different order, and uh, it was really, uh-huh. yeah, it was Really sore, and I love to crack my knuckles, and that's how I can really assess like how long my recovery period (laughs) until I can start successfully cracking knuckles again. Yeah,
1: Mm. Mm. so, like, um, so someone that's not double jointed has you could say has more stability in their fingers,
0: yes, Mm. yes, which brings me to my second point Um, for musicians. it's re- it's it's not advantageous as, at all to be double jointed because because there is more give uh-huh. to your your fingers uh-huh. it that give creates a delay so say if you're trying to play a run of uh-huh. like sixteenth notes uh-huh. right sixteenth uh-huh. notes so if you're trying to do that because there's more give in your fingers it takes a longer time for you to do it. and it takes more effort so you're pushing down when you push on hard that fingers bending whereas someone's finger mm. who wouldn't bend mm-hmm. it just takes less, less effort so it's almost like a one one and a half to two step thing for me to do what a one step you know would take so if you're just pressing like a, a guitar string down mm-hmm. you're just like one but just pressing it down like easily I have to press to make sure it's down but then push a little extra hard and when I do that that's when my knuckle will bend backwards like this yeah yeah yeah
1: I wonder if there's any, like, exercises you can do to, you know, mitigate that.
0: professors in college Uh when I was trying to be a music major for Uh that day and a half. (laughs) They were were telling me to try to practice with a tennis ball and everything. But I don't know if it's a muscle thing, but it just could be loose tendons. And if it is a bone thing, how are you going to strengthen a a bone joint? I don't know. know. Mm -hmm. Great question. Great question. So what was
1: the upside? Is, is there an upside? <laughs> upside
0: um, is, uh, it's an icebreaker at parties. Oh. Uh, you can do a lot of weird things with your hands. Oh, shadow puppets. Pretty good at shadow puppets. Hmm. You know, I can do, uh, you know, a bird, the way it flaps its wings. Oh, my wings. God, that's creepy. Yeah. Yeah,
1: he and, just demonstrated it for
0: me. <laughs> and it's an easy way to creep people out. Yeah, just Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. All right. Uh, one of my daughters has it, so I feel sorry for her. Oh. That's the luck of the draw. Yeah. Or lack thereof.
1: (laughs) I was going to say something really bad that you won't like, but I won't say it. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, (laughs) on to Canada. Now, Canada is a country located in the northern part of North America. Its ten provinces and three territories extend from the Atlantic to the Pacific and northward into the Arctic Ocean, covering 9.98 million square kilometers. Notice I didn't say miles.
1: That's in respect
0: to our Canadian friends we have
1: no idea what that is. Yeah,
0: that's hmm. like, what, three feet? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Making it the uh, world's second largest country by total area. Canada's southern border with the United States is the world's longest binational land border. As a whole, Canada is sparsely populated, the majority of its land area being dominated by forest and tundra. Consequently, its population is highly urbanized, with uh, over 80% of its inhabitants concentrated in large and medium-sized cities, many near the southern border. Its capital is Ottawa, and its uh, three largest metropolitan areas are Toronto, Montreal, and Vancouver. Canada's climate varies widely across its vast area, ranging from Arctic weather in the north to hot summers in the southern regions with four distinct seasons. That's that's, uh, in case you had no idea like what Canada is, where it is, what it's about. Mm -hmm. A little little taste for you. Let's start off with our personal experiences with Canada.
1: Okay, you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Um, Let's see. I've been to Canada twice. Twice? Yeah. Um,
0: Both both in your uh, adult life? Oh yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm.
1: The first time uh, I was taking a East Coast trip it was a tour with my with my folks okay um so i was in my 20s i think i think mm. I was in my 20s okay um and uh yeah we started in uh, niagara falls and went uh, deeper into um, canada so i know we hit uh, montreal quebec and i know we went to toronto and then down then we went down into the United States but uh I loved it uh Niagara Falls was beautiful and just aw- so awe-inspiring
0: there's like two sides right there's a the mm-hmm. Canadian side to Niagara Falls and the right. U.S. side right which right. side is better or is there oh, a difference I have I don't no know. idea oh it's all it's all one big water <laughs> yeah
1: yeah um I loved uh Quebec and Montreal just the um I don't know I don't know what it was and so like, so I'm gonna pick out various like images that come to my mind. Sure. So uh, I think we were in Montreal on the bus and they had some kind of hot, hot air balloon fair. Wow. And it was incredible, like big open spaces, yeah. right? And then you see these colorful, beautiful hot air balloons just at different like um, levels in the sky. It was like nothing you've, I mean, Someone from Hawaii
0: never sees that. Okay, so the reason why we don't have hot air balloons here is because of trade winds, right? They would just blow away.
1: I guess. It's got to be it, right? I guess so. And then, yeah, if they blow away, you're in the ocean already. Yeah. Yeah, there's no... Because once
0: you get pretty high enough, the trade winds will just take you. Yeah, and you're gone already. Yeah. So I'm guessing over there, there's less wind, so you can get pretty high and you can just kind of...
1: Yeah, it's a I slow was, float. That day was a beautiful day. Yeah. Yeah, not too windy. Mm. Um, very sunny. Uh,
0: so did you actually go in it? No, no. no. Just, would you ever do it? Are you afraid of heights? No. Would you do it, though? But
1: I'm motion-sick uh, prone. Mm. But a uh, hunter-balloon, you don't... Unless you plummet to the earth. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't think the motion would get me sick. Although, wait, it would swing, Yeah. Maybe, a little bit.
0: Yeah, I, don't, I have no idea. Uh, maybe
1: that would do it. Yeah. So I don't, I'm don't. i not sure. Not sure.
0: I'm afraid of heights, so that would be a hard no, no for me. That's yeah. No.
1: Um, another thing was uh, I had a really good pizza at a Toronto um, uh, food court, mall, mall food court. Uh-huh, so it's
0: authentic <laughs> is what you're telling me?
1: <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I just remember the pizza. I, yeah, I was like, we... we our tour group group goes there, and then my parents, for some reason, they're in Canada, so they go right to the teriyaki bowl place. Mm. I yeah. am of a different thinking, so I always try to try to get something that's different right. to my experience.
0: Not familiar.
1: Not familiar. So I went to a pizza place. Yeah. <laughs> or Italian-ish. Yeah. And yeah, pizza was great. That's
0: what I can't handle when like when I travel with some locals mm-hmm. and then. We go somewhere, and they're like, "Oh, I need rice." I'm like, no, you
1: don't. No, I don't. I don't. You don't need rice, jeez. I just need starch of some kind. Yeah, whatever. Pizza, jeez. pasta. Yeah. Potatoes. Do I don't it care. Up.
0: I don't Do care. It up.
1: And then the other um, thing that stood out was uh, uh, one time I think it was Toronto. I happened to be sitting near the bus driver in the front, right? Okay. And um, the bus driver was part of tour so he was with us like from Canada to you know um, Colonial Williamsburg okay you know? right anyway and he's a cool guy anyway and so we're going and then we see these two women holding hands walking on the sidewalk okay one of the women uh, has a t-shirt in large letters that says um, this is a long time ago so my, my memory might not be all that great it said something like um, nobody knows I'm gay or something like that
0: oh okay
1: and so the bus driver just loved that so he actually softly honked his horn and he he pointed at the girl right and, and the girl saw him and she raised the the her the clasped hands with a girlfriend oh. and I thought it was just, such an awesome moment yeah you know that is cool um, the other time I, I went to uh, Canada was fairly recently like a couple years ago uh, me and my husband took a Alaska cruise so we um, the
0: so you guys went to the other side of Canada cause yeah. you did Quebec side so yeah. you did east now you're doing west right right
1: right so the um, ship uh, embarks from um, Vancouver <clears throat> and I've heard Vancouver was really beautiful so um, for the trip I um, made sure that we had an extra day uh, before we left on the, sh- on the ship, oh, okay. so we, we were in a hotel for a couple days Cool in Vancouver, did a lot of walking.
0: Really clean, right? Yeah. That's what yeah. I remember, such a clean city.
1: And then like I remember uh, taking a shot of um, the view outside our ho- hotel. <laughs> oh, um, I was at a bar. No, 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 shot, I, you like. know, I don't do that. Um, and it was like, I don't know, 8.30 p.m. Uh-huh. And it was still fairly lighted. And to me, I mean, Hawaii never gets that way. Right, right, right. So I was, uh, no, but we we loved it. It was just very relaxing uh, right before our cruise. Yeah.
0: Awesome. And that's where you picked up some weird snacks, right? Before, was it Vancouver? Yeah. Where we tried on my my old podcast?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Those, Um, uh. At the aquarium.
0: Those crickets?
1: It's crickets and mealworms.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yum. Those are good. Yeah. <laughs> Any other experiences? You good? That's it. Uh, well, I guess maybe I'll start from the top. Now, Koji, who is uh, you, all of you Buns Podcast listeners know that he's with the Buns Podcast Network. He also is on that podcast, a flagship podcast of this network. Also he's one of the hosts of You Gotta Love It. And he appears on some of the other podcasts as well under this network. Uh, he is from Toronto, and he's the closest person that I have as a brother, which is pretty odd because, again, he's in Toronto, I'm in Hawaii, but both of us don't look that Japanese, but both of, both of us have Japanese families that are pretty tight, and so that's what our bond was, and so he would always, during the summer's visit to Hawaii, so we're just really, really close friend over the years, so that's always been my link to Canada, so he drop, you know, some tidbits about Canadian culture here and there. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I was fortunate enough to actually go to Canada with uh, previous bands that I toured uh, that I was performing with. Mm -hmm. Um, So I got to do um, the French speaking part in the East, do Central. Mm Um, and then do the west and everywhere in between, mm-hmm. uh, driving through the Jasper mountains pretty crazy okay. uh, very snowy very right. wow. very dangerous in March <laughs> um, i've uh, mm. <laughs> I've fallen in love with Canadian women in the past, some French some not <laughs> I meet uh, lots of Canadian tourists all the time at the uh, Mm. at the Luau's right. that I host. Right. Mm-hmm. So a lot of Canadian tourists visit the islands from yes, all do. parts of Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe the most recent was yesterday. There's a couple from Edmonton, mm-hmm. okay. which is north of Calgary. It's between Western and, and uh, Central, so somewhere in between it there. It's cold. It's cold. Yeah, yeah it's cold. Yeah. You got to go, yeah, you got to start to make your way north to go to Edmonton Um, let's see Um, oh and I love Canada's national drunk uh, (laughs) drunk drunk dish I would say it's like the dish for drunk people okay yeah which is poutine or they say poutine or something I I don't know the, the French way to say it but Poutine. That's what You
1: eat it when you're drunk, or to, well, it, to recover from basic, being drunk.
0: Basically, you know, like when a bar gets out at night,
1: uh-huh.
0: you know, like how a lot of people would go to like hot dog stands or whatever around here. Uh-huh. So in Canada, a lot of it is poutine stands, where they sell it in the street, and you can. It's a good thing to eat when you're when you're hammered. Okay. Poutine is a dish uh, originating from the Canadian province of Quebec consisting of french fries and cheese curds topped with a brown gravy.
1: Mm-hmm. Doesn't that sound good? It does. Yeah. And kind you can like actually our, the version of our loco moco. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. So very unhealthy delicious as hell
0: and they incorporate it to a lot of mainstream menus so like say if you go to kfc or something there's ah. poutine on the menu uh-huh, there uh-huh. or you know wherever you go oh
1: mcdonald's has a mc poutine
0: <laughs> <McPoutine. laughs> uh yeah, yeah, yeah something like that sure sure um but yeah those are my i don't i guess i don't need to go that deep into my personal experience but yeah that's basically it canada uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Um, Canadian fun facts. Those are always fun things because, of course, there's the basic stuff, right? Like, off of the top of your head, you're going to think, okay, well, everyone's good at ice hockey. Um, Some people speak French, right? Technically, it's a legal language, just as in Hawaii. Hawaiian is is an official language here, Uh so that's something that we sort of have in common. Um, uh, They have Mounties, right? That's their, their police. Mm-hmm. Um, Dudley do right? Dudley do right, exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some other like obvious Canadian facts. That's it. That's, but then there's a lot of fun facts, things that you may not know about Canada. so okay. So we did some research here. You got a fun fact about Canada. Okay I do. Right, so here we go. Uh,
1: one of my uh, favorite games, board games. Trivia Pursuit comes from Canada. What? Yes.
0: Wow. Yes. No. Created by a
1: Canadian uh, person. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Wow.
0: Um, so, <laughs> so when they, when they ship those cards to the U.S., <coughs> they have to erase all the A at the end.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's the that's a that's a actual profession. So you sit with a <laughs> no. <I> don't, anyway. <laughs> no. Uh, Trivia Pursuit created in 1979 in Quebec by this guy named Chris Haney
0: ah thought it was older
1: no no uh at its peak in 1984 over in that year over 20 million games were sold
0: wow yeah here's a fun fact about Trivial Pursuit now when I first started in radio Trivial Trivial Pursuit (laughs) is like the in case of emergency break glass case type of thing like so say if something happens at the radio station, or like say, um, computers go down, mm-hmm. or uh, say there's no internet, and all of a sudden you can't do show prep, and you okay. have like zero okay. content, yeah. you have nothing, right. absolutely nothing to talk about, your phones you don't grab work. grab the
1: box of cards. There's a,
0: there's a box of Trivial Pursuit cards that is your go-to.
1: That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> That'll work.
0: It, it'll good. work, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's a little fun tidbit about Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> Wow, thank you, Canada. Yeah. Amazing. So here's a fun fact for you. Residents of Churchill, Canada, they leave their car. Church
1: Hill or Churchill? Churchill. Okay.
0: Churchill. Residents of Churchill, Canada, they leave their cars unlocked. Why? Because it offers an escape for pedestrians who might encounter polar bears. Oh. That's pretty friendly. That's darn right friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Because polar bears, they're the meanest of all bears.
1: So like you're, you're um, I mean, I guess, I guess they're not afraid that anyone's gonna carjack their car.
0: I guess not. Because the, the
1: bigger evil is being mauled by a polar bear.
0: Exactly. Yeah. This is, so having a weirdo in your car is the lesser of two evils. Exactly. Yeah. Here's another fun fact that just popped up in my head because I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast, so you can uh, listen to that podcast to get confirmation on this. Is he Canadian too? He's not, but he talked about bears a lot. There's a lot of bear talk.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) But uh, also in Canada, speaking of polar bears, that's what brought this up, is that the polar bears, they're gradually coming... Where do they... Oh, they're... Because of climate change, they 're spending less time in the water, more time on land, grizzly bears because of climate change they're slowly going north. so there was this one was this even the Joe rogan podcast no, it wasn't i'm sorry it was the uh, dreamed it. No, no no, 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 this is a uh, radio lab learned this on radio lab sorry. Uh, Although Joe Rogan does talk about bears a lot, but anyway, so I I heard on this podcast that because of these climate change conditions, there uh, was a polar bear, a female polar bear that mated with several grizzlies. And so there's this new hybrid bear and I forget what it's called, Mm. not a prizzly, but you know, something stupid like that, like a growler bear or something Mm. like that. and so, it has traits of both of these bears.
1: Um, and I didn't know that was possible, but I guess.
0: Yeah. Well, it's kind of like how you get a zonkey, a zebra and a donkey, a mule. I right? guess as,
1: as long as they have a, um, a shared ancestor. Right. But the only
0: thing, so this does happen in nature, but the unique thing about this is that Usually, when you get a, hy- uh, a hybrid species, they can't reproduce. Right. But this right. one can. Ah. Uh, yeah. Huh. Because one of these hybrids, the a female, mated with both of her, the original dads that, uh, oh. that got with her mom.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that one, that first female polar bear just was um, not satisfied with the, the tinder. Um,
0: she kept swiping you know. left.
1: Yeah, they just you know, they're all losers. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, or swipe
0: right, sorry. I don't know I what it on is. Tinder, swipe
1: yeah. diagonal. <laughs> Up or down. Anyway.
0: Faster. Faster. Yes. <laughs> swipe harder. Harder.
1: <laughs> okay. Alright.
0: But anyway, that's my Canadian fun fact. Holy bears.
1: Okay. i will, I will believe you.
0: Yes, please do.
1: Alright.
0: Found it on the internet. <laughs> 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 so let's move on okay now that we're full of fun facts about canada let's talk about our top canadian movie now this isn't a movie that's about canada it's more like we should say like top canadian filmed movie so it's a movie that we all know and love oh, but it
1: might be about canada it might be about canada but it has to be filmed in but canada.
0: it's filmed in canada or at least a large chunk of it yes they may not have known because actually a lot of films do this because uh it's cheaper yeah Uh, less red tape less taxes Mm -hmm. something like that yeah so that's why yeah so that's why a lot of places up there are designed to look like a lot of U.S. places or elsewhere places I don't know but anyway what's your top Canadian filmed movie Jamie (laughs)
1: yeah I have one and then one honorable mention of course Uh, my top is uh, and I had to okay I had to look it up because I just you don't know that kind of stuff off the top if unless you're like a total you
0: Gotta do a little bit of geek, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um so I had to look it up. Okay. So. Uh but my top I would say is uh my big fat Greek wedding. Oh
0: yeah okay. two thousand
1: two. Uh they um they filmed in Toronto. I guess there's a Greek town in Toronto, like a sort of a
0: yeah, that's believable. Area
1: area that's sort of a Greek town. Because
0: in Vancouver, I've been to an area that's very Chinese. So it's like a yeah. Chinese town, a like Chinese it's a Chinatown type yeah. of thing.
1: Uh, and so that sort of doubled for Chicago.
0: Ah, mm-hmm. okay, okay.
1: And yeah, I picked it because I, when it first came out, I loved it. And it was definitely a blockbuster.
0: What came first, the film or the Broadway? Oh, the film. Film? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Oh, is there sorry. a book before that? Uh, no. Is it a book, film? No, no, no it's a screenplay.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: Nia Vardalos, she uh, she wrote it.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: Your my, honorable mention? My honorable mention is Twilight.
0: <laughs> wow, really?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, three out of the four movies uh, were filmed in Vancouver and British Columbia.
0: Isn't the werewolf guy? Isn't he Canadian? Could be. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. i do not sure why I think You mean that.
1: part of the um, Native American Canadian people? Is he? Oh, well, he's Native American, yeah.
0: Is he? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: But there are Native Americans in Canada.
0: Well, but they're not Native... Oh yeah, they are no, Native Americans. because Because the American isn't America like United States yes, the America. the whole Americas. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. so Native American. <laughs> so there's, n- there's nothing called Native Canadians?
1: Good question. They're called
0: vikings, mofos,
1: whoop whoop.
0: Just kidding. No. That's totally stupid.
1: <laughs> Name them. Yeah. Such a good question.
0: Yeah. Thanks. Alright. Uh, any, any other Twilight things you want to discuss? Or tell me, really?
1: No, I, I think I've mentioned Twilight way too much. Yeah. Much,
0: anyway. Agreed. Thank you. <laughs> My top Canadian filmed movie, A Christmas Story.
1: Of course.
0: Yes, that's one we all know and love. 1983 is when it came out.
1: No
0: one hate. It, oh, come on now. It was set in Cleveland, but several scenes were shot in Canada. Uh, the school scenes were shot at the Victoria School in St. Catharines, Ontario. The Christmas tree purchasing scene was filmed in Toronto, Ontario, as was the soundstage filming of interior shots of the Parker home. Because the parker home itself, the exteriors, that's actually in Indiana. In Cleveland. Yeah. Um, The only I didn't say fudge scene was filmed at the foot of Cherry Street in Toronto. Uh, Several lake freighters are visible in the background, spending the winter at Toronto's port, which lends authenticity to the time of year of when the film was produced. Uh, In 2008... Two Canadian fans re-released a documentary that, that visits every location. This is available on Amazon Prime, Jamie. Uh, their film, Road Trip for Ralphie, was shot over two years and includes footage of the filmmaker filmmakers saving Miss Shield's blackboard from the garage bin on the day the old Victoria School was gutted for renovation, discovering the unique fire truck that saved Flick. Lake, of course, is the one that put his tongue on the pole. Of course. Uh, locating all the original costumes from the film and tracking down the real life location of the film's Chop Suey Palace in Toronto. Your thoughts? <laughs> just kidding. Um, but that's, I, I saw this documentary and that's how, like, <laughs> that's why it's on the top, off the top of my head as far as like films that were filmed in Canada. Because okay. I'm like, Wow! Like they really went into it. The the film itself, I mean, it was. I'm pretty sure it was edited using iMovie, and part <laughs> part of it was shot on the, on an the old iPhone. But uh, very informative. Mm-hmm. And again, it's uh, Amazon Prime. Believe it or not, it's free. You can watch it.
1: Expires tomorrow.
0: No way. <laughs> Although that does piss me off. So <laughs> the mini rant here. Um, I think by the time you're hearing this, um, we're past Halloween already, but yeah. um, technically when we're recording this, Halloween has still yet to come. Yeah. What pissed me off is October 1st, they pulled the David Pumpkins Halloween special from Hulu.
1: Huh. It's
0: been available this entire time since it came out last year. And then October 1st, they freaking yanked like it. It's like the
1: opposite of what they should do, right? Well,
0: because, well, either they had a lease on it. Uh. And then it got pulled. Yeah. Because, and then I noticed Amazon Prime started having it available for you to purchase.
1: For purchase.
0: Sons of bitches. Ah. Anyway, mini rant, sorry oh. about that. Okay. All right. Um, we're moving on from films to TV. So, top Canadian film TV show, Jamie, hit me.
1: Okay, I have a two. Uh, I, I'm not. I can't really pick one as the main one, and the other one as the. I'll decide mentioned. for you.
0: How about that? You no.
1: It <laughs> doesn't work that way. Uh, okay, I'll just go. So, yeah. uh, the first one uh, I want to mention is Flashpoint. It was uh, for from two thousand eight to two thousand twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about a Toronto elite tactical unit in the Toronto Police Force. Wow.
0: Okay. Sounds mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Was it on uh, like NBC type of thing? Oh,
1: I don't, I don't, I don't pay attention to networks. I mean, it's 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 just on, so I I watch it. I, <laughs> I don't know what channel.
0: I turned the box on and yeah. this was playing, yeah, so I yeah. just I sit there and I watch it until it was and done. Press the button until <laughs> I like the show. Then when it was done, I turned it off and oh. I went to bed.
1: Just like that sheepdog in the cartoon, <laughs> with the, yeah.
0: Yeah. And call him George. Pretty good. Thanks.
1: Okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So I, I loved that. Uh, I, I think I pretty much watched almost every episode through reruns. Okay. Through syndication. Uh, my other one is uh, Highlander, the series. Ah. 92 to 98. Hmm. Uh, filmed. Um, a lot of it was filmed in Vancouver. Of course, we have Adrian Paul. As uh, Duncan, Duncan MacLeod, the uh, Highlander. Okay. Yeah, I, is... I really love that, and I actually um, bought the uh, the box set or something, one be- of the seasons. Do
0: you believe that can o- there can only be one? Of course. So you know when you buy box sets, do you actually go through it and you watch them all, or do you buy buy the box sets like, oh, I love this, I want to watch this one day, and kind of don't watch it? Do you own box sets that you've never watched?
1: No, I don't do that. No, okay. I don't think it was a box... Was it just one... I think it was just one tape. I don't... Because I, you know, I'm too cheap to buy box sets. Okay. Because they're usually like really expensive, right? Like $100 kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I did buy one... I think one season or something? One or two seasons and then it came with a, a blooper clip that I loved. I love blooper clip, clips.
0: So you watch the entire season? Yeah. On DVD? You watch all those episodes? I
1: mean, it's gone now because it was VHS. So it's, so it's trash somewhere. So it's like
0: three feet wide, this box set, each one. Or all... Oh, wait, no, no. No, pre- it might have been one season. Video cassettes you can put on EP, right? And then you can put, smash like six hours on, onto yeah. one tape.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I also have a, um, a metal sign that I bought that says... Um, Parking for Highlanders only, Um, something like violators will have their heads cut off. That's in my guest bathroom.
0: Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to say out of the two, probably Highlander. Yeah, I figured you would. Just because I've heard that there's other people that like it. (laughs) But was it Flashpoint? Never heard of it. It Sounds like a USA thing, to be honest. Um, But we'll see uh let's see my favorite top canadian film tv show thingy is fargo of course a lot of people know fargo the film but to many people's surprise and pleasure it was brought to the small screen in 2014 and this bad boy was shot in calgary ladies and gentlemen oh yeah um three seasons Uh, This fourth season, they're going to start doing next year, and it's starring Chris Rock. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. does that pique your interest? No. Season one had Billy Bob Thornton. All right. Yeah. This is the best. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I would say that was the best. But the other ones were good, too. But anyway, Fargo, shot in Calgary. Uh, A friend's husband worked on it. He was part of the the TV crew, production crew. But yeah, that's my pick. No honorable mentions. I'm sticking mm. to the rules here.
1: Okay.
0: How about your favorite Canadian actor, actor?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this one, there are so many that I also had to Google this. Okay. And so I just picked the one that resonated with me the most, and um, that was Donald Sutherland.
0: Wow, uh-huh. I didn't know he's Canadian. I didn't either. I'm his father Kiefer is also Canadian.
1: His, his son.
0: Oh, his uh, father father? Yeah, Donald is the father. Oh, Donald is the father. Yeah. Kiefer is the, son. the son. yeah. That was the vampire in uh,
1: Lost Boys. Lost Boys. 24.
0: Uh Yeah. Okay. I don't know which one is which. I know just there's a Donald and a Kiefer.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, Donald Sutherland, he He's 83 right now. He was born in St. John, New Brunswick and currently lives in Quebec. Uh, his um, career... Has been incredible. He, had, he has so many movies that and productions that he's uh, starred in.
0: That's right. He was in Beerfest.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he played the old dying, uh, drunk grandfather.
1: Uh, he's, he has he has cr- incredible range.
0: Yeah, good range.
1: Comedic, dramatic. Yeah. Anything that you know, you, you can shake a stick at. Okay. Well,
0: let's go to my before you continue his thing. I want to go back to my my first point. What? So he's Canadian. Yeah. His son is Kiefer?
1: Yeah.
0: Is Kiefer Canadian? He probably can get a Canadian passport. What I'm saying is, like, is his mom American? I don't know. Yeah.
1: But when I Googled, you know, it it brings up like a whole string of options, right? Yeah. Choices. Yeah. Kiefer was in there, so Uh I'm assuming yes.
0: Okay. Oh, of Canadian actors, you mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Oh, okay. But yeah. I didn't
1: click on him, so I don't know sure. specifically.
0: Okay. But, you know... That's enough for I me. I would say,
1: probably, I, I would guess that he was born in Canada.
0: Wow, really? Would you would guess. go that far to say? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, continue. Continue with his okay. filmography.
1: Great. I'm just going to mention some... Sure. Some and gems. I, and, yeah, I haven't, you know, watched a majority of his films because, I mean, yeah, like I said, big spe- spectrum and... Um, Yeah, I have stuff to do. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, Okay, Dirty Dozen, M.A.S.H., Ordinary People, A Time to Kill, Pride and Prejudice, Space Cowboys, and Hunger Games.
0: Isn't M.A.S.H. like a TV show M.A.S.H.?
1: The movie, the original movie. With Elliot Gould. Uh, I forget who else.
0: Wait, M.A.S.H. was a movie
1: first? Yes, honey. What?
0: (laughs) I didn't know that. When you say like MASH movie, I'm thinking like it was a made for TV movie. Like, oh hey, no. remember MASH? That was fun. We're bringing it back. Like to educate later. you
1: about the world of entertainment.
0: <laughs> what year was that?
1: I don't know. Because was, he was, there were pretty young.
0: Well, the TV show MASH. I, uh, I want to, I want to say it was still going when I was little.
1: Sure, well, I don't know. Maybe. I think. Maybe. Hello hell,
0: of, a, hell a lot of reruns for sure. Yeah. Okay. Still, yeah, the film, Yeah, yeah. Okay, but it because the film was so great, they decided to do a TV. Wow. Yeah.
1: And I, I dare say <laughs> it was a book first. I think it was book first.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so it wasn't a screenplay? No. Oh, okay. Book,
1: movie, TV series, yeah.
0: Got it. Okay, and he was in the film. Yeah. Did he ever do a cameo or some type of appearance on the TV yeah, show? Like, I hey, I think so. Is it based on like the exact same characters or pretty much? So who played Al, who played Alden Alda's? What's his name? Alan, Alan Alda. Alan Alda. <laughs> Alan Alda. I
1: can't say for sure because I don't think I've seen the movie itself in its entirety. I mm. saw clips and stuff like that. Okay. Um. But Suther- Sutherland pay- played either. Either Hawkeye. I want to bet that he played Hawkeye, but maybe he played someone else. Okay. Yeah. All right. And there was like maybe two character two actors that were in the movie that went on to um, be in the play the same character in the TV show. Oh, I think. okay.
0: So there was some. Uh,
1: I think it was Radar. Was it Radar?
0: Oh, that's what I was trying to think. The, the nerdy one with the with the glasses. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The communications guy.
1: Yeah. Okay. Maybe just one guy. I'm not sure. Just don't quote me. Anyway. Too late. Donald <laughs> And I, I was gonna, say my.
0: Your honorable mention. But I'm not gonna. Why don't you just mention them, and then we don't have to go too deep.
1: Oh, okay. Is Martin short?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so Martin Short. Not
1: because I've seen, like, all of his movies or anything, but um, I did listen to, recently listen to his uh, audiobook autobiography, and it was really good.
0: You want a great cast of just, like, top-notch uh, Canadian comedians, um, SCTV, just yep. watch that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which included Martin Short and mm-hmm. John Candy. Mm-hmm. Eugene Levy. Yeah.
1: Um, Gilda, Gilda Radner. Yeah. Uh, yeah, plenty I mean, plenty people.
0: Yeah, that was just a powerhouse really. There mm-hmm. were uh Dave Thomas, Rick yeah. Moranis? I think so, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> okay, so my favorite Canadian actor, uh this one I tried to just pull off the top of my head. Uh Mike Myers.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Saturday Night Live from nineteen eighty nine to nineteen ninety-five. Uh famous for playing title roles in Wayne's World. Yeah, Wayne's mm-hmm. World, uh, yeah. Austin Powers, of Force. course, that series. Mm-hmm. We'll forgive him for the love guru. <laughs> <laughs> can't, stri- can't strike gold all the time. Uh, but a talented voice actor for doing Shrek.
1: Right, yeah.
0: Yeah, which is re- really just actually fat bastard.
1: Yeah, with a heart of gold, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, <clears throat> and, you know, I really enjoyed his small role in Quentin Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards. In 2009? Did you see that?
1: Yeah. Who was he?
0: He played the British general or whatever, intelligence guy, who hired that spy, who ordered that spy to go huh. to Germany. So he's again. giving him the briefing hmm. in his office. And it's straight? Yeah, it's totally straight. Oh. And uh, they have. They have one of those. I, I think it's you know like one of those globes that opens up into a bar or something like that. And they're they're drinking a glass of scotch, and he's like, like cheers to the fall of Hitler. Okay. Because he does a British accent. Right. He has a little bit of prosthetics, so maybe that's why he didn't recognize I, him. I don't know. Go back and watch it. Though, I think I it's would
1: recognize film. him. Whatever he looked like.
0: But. Yeah. It was a good. It was a nice tight, small yeah. role that yeah, he nailed he, it. Yeah. It was really good. Cool. Yeah. Uh Canadian a favorite Canadian musical artist, Jamie.
1: Yeah. Um where is that? Where is he? I wrote so many things around my notes here. Okay, got it. all right, right, right. Uh my number one is Anne Murray. She is seventy three years old right now. Okay. Born in Nova Scotia. Um in two thousand eleven, Billboard. Um Okay, sorry. In 2011, Billboard ranked her 10 of the 50th, 50, 50 biggest adult contemporary. I can't do this. So
0: she was up there, huh?
1: She was up there. <laughs> adult contemporary artist ever. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Um, some of her hits Snowbird, Could I Have This Dance, Snowbird. and You Needed Me.
0: Hmm. All right. None of those ringing any bells. Of
1: course but. it doesn't. for, not for you. <laughs> My two uh, honorable mentions is uh, are Brian Adams and Paul Anka. Anka? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, okay. I thought people say Anka. No. Maybe it's just me? I say Paul Anka.
1: Do you even know who that is?
0: I've heard of him. He's like a crooner, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, awesome. Brian Adams for sure, I've heard. Of course. This, uh, Robin Hood soundtrack? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Whew, got it. My favorite Canadian musical artist, uh, Lorraine Mueller. Never heard of her. No, yeah, no, you wouldn't. Okay. Um, she's like this, the queen of ska music. Not that
1: there's anything wrong with that. No,
0: what? no, no. She's, uh, I she actually know her, um, but yeah, she's like the queen of ska in Canada she's also known as the fabulous Lolo, uh, she lives in Montreal or she's from Montreal. Uh, the first band that she gained a lot of no- notoriety with globally I would say is the Kingpins and then after that uh, she went on and played with Low in the Magnetics she would be low and Low in the Magnetics and they just did one full-length album and it's called Apart and it's my favorite album of all time. Really? Yeah. And uh, I would listen to a lot when I was touring back then, because I was touring a lot. I was, I was like doing the full-time touring thing back right. then. And so you know, there'd be times where I'd be love-struck, or
1: with or her so, or something? No, not with her. No, oh. no, no, no.
0: But um, I was. But uh, like I did mention, there were some Canadian women in my life, and so. Sometimes, when I would be lovesick or just have a lot of feelings going on. Of course. Emotion. Yeah. That album kind of did it for me. She's a magnificent songwriter, great sax player. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's my favorite uh, Canadian artist. Right on. Talent or no talent. I just kind of went into it there, huh? Yeah, you did. It right. yeah.
1: kind of shocked me. I know. Whew.
0: Full of surprises, I mean, this one. i
1: now.
0: <laughs> Reel it back. <laughs> talent or no talent. Up on the chopping block this week, a Canadian. Mr. Ryan Reynolds.
1: Wait a minute.
0: What? Do we skip something?
1: Oh, perhaps See, it's because I have another page. You didn't...
0: Oh. What, well, go ahead. What did you want Sorry. to say? We'll go...
1: Is the um, we'll track it back. we we'll track, track it back. Here's the music. Oh, okay. Continue. So I, I picked give. a singer and a
0: band. a band. Okay, give us your band then.
1: Okay, so I have two bands. Okay. <laughs> and this this hit when um, when I when I also Googled bands from Canada.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, you, because I didn't know off the top of my head.
0: You saw Nickelback and you we're like, Hells yeah.
1: I, I don't even I mean I don't You know, I'm old and I like old stuff. I like old music.
0: When I first started in radio, I was on a station that played like 90% Nickelback.
1: 90%?
0: Pretty sure. Star 1019. They would go back and forth between Nickelback and Creed. Huh. That's all we played.
1: So the, what do you, what do you call that program, program manager or... Yeah,
0: program uh, director.
1: They choose like, what?
0: No. Program directors don't choose music anymore.
1: But they did before?
0: Once Upon a Time. Oh,
1: that's right. By
0: the 2000s, program directors, what they do is they schedule the music, but as far as what songs to play, Mm -hmm. that's handed down from corporate. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. But then program managers, a lot of them around today, they're they're from the old era, and so they still like to pretend and have pride in things that they'll pretend that they discovered songs, but really they're not. None of them are. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh...
0: But anyway, continue with your bands.
1: Okay, right. Uh, the first one is, um, and these are sort of one-hit wonders in a way. Uh, the first one is April Wine. They are from Nova Scotia. And um, they sing a, uh, a song called Just Between You and Me,
0: 1981. Wow. And... Um, like a new wave song? Or like folky? Uh,
1: it's a ballad. Ballad, okay. And um, uh, I had a boyfriend who introduced me to this song. I guess he loved the song. So he's like, have you heard this song by April Wine? You know? And I have like,
0: hey. Have, it was actually like a make out song that he was like hoping there would be. And Like, hey, just trying to be sly about it. Yeah, you know, I heard this on the radio. don't Check it out. See if you like it. I'm like, Wow, kind of puts you in the mood, huh? Hey, is it getting hot in here? I'm just going to take my jacket off.
1: I didn't have boyfriends that were devious like you are. <laughs>
0: I'm not saying those are my moves. <laughs>
1: well, I don't know, but mm. um, when I heard it, yeah, I just latched onto it. It's just an awesome, awesome song, and um, I'm not too bad at it in karaoke, I must say.
0: So you're saying this song was popular enough that they have it in karaoke bars?
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: What was it called again?
1: Just between you and me.
0: And the the band is April Wine. April Wine. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: 1981.
0: Let's go ahead and put that on the show notes, please. Okay. Because I think uh, maybe some people need to be educated in some some April Wine.
1: Hear it and love it, people.
0: <laughs> that <laughs> remains to be seen. Before. And yeah, it,
1: it was um, released in 81, but when I latched onto it, it was 87 or 88,
0: something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was like retro by then.
1: Yeah. Uh, my other one is uh, Chili Whack they are from Vancouver and um, uh, I just remember latching on to their song called My Girl parentheses gone 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 close parentheses <laughs> um, <laughs> and let me see if I can get this okay go ahead billboard <laughs> uh, uh, should be gone wait shit
0: Oh, you're going to sing it? Oh, it's awesome.
1: Gone, 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 should be gone so long, should been gone, 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 so long. Something like that.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: And so I had, um, I guess, heard it on the radio or something. Uh-huh. And I just was so fascinated by it that, um, and this was also 81 released, but then I latched onto it later. Uh-huh. Right? So I, I, um, yeah, I searched for the, the 40, 45. Back then I was collecting 45s
0: oh okay you why know, well, don't you explain to some millennials listening what 45s <laughs> are <laughs> like, back 45 back of the same when song vinyl okay.
1: records were, were that was were thing
0: it's a type of vinyl record okay yeah
1: uh sort of in the um i mean cassette tapes that had kind of took, taken over but i'm a very retro kind of musical person mm, okay. you know, i love old music and then i held on to the vinyls for a while
0: so uh, the 45s, they have the small hole, hole or the bigger hole? Big. These the big, big hole. So these are the singles. And
1: they're small. I mean, they're small, like look like mini frisbees, right? They're very small.
0: And the reason why the hole is so big for these small ones because they were using jukeboxes, correct? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I just thought that was the origin of 45. That's why they made 45, so that they can play singles in jukeboxes and it's a but, bigger hole so that the mechanism can grab it. But
1: for personal use...
0: Well, that's where you get you that. You have to
1: get the adapter. The
0: thing, the, yeah, the thing.
1: Yeah.
0: What do you call that? I have some, but...
1: Either the adapter goes on your, your turntable or... The, or you the, pop it the, into the... Thing in the middle of yeah, the record.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Millennials don't know what the hell we're talking about.
0: But when you do buy... Like one of those cool retro turntables or record Uh players, which I've done. Uh, It comes with those adapters now.
1: Yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so I I had uh, gone on a mini um, scavenger hunt for that 45. And eventually I did find it and I was happy.
0: So do you still have your records? No. What made you give it up?
1: Probably CDs. (laughs) I mean, CDs and uh, I just... um, got older I had different pursuits oh okay you know, trivial pursuits <laughs> <No>.
0: <laughs> so you, you were able to uh, get rid of them without so much uh, without too much heartache or or anything
1: yes
0: there's like ah oh, to think about it, these things
1: because I, I used to make ri- mixed tapes too yeah you know so
0: so you would you make mixed tapes from your records
1: yeah
0: shit that's kind of yeah. crazy
1: yeah I would even take like little um, samples of, you know how some some songs um, had a little bit of a spoken word. Yeah. Like, like say Janet Jackson, give me a beat, and then dun, 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 dun. right. I would like take that from a record. Yeah. Tape that. Just that excerpt, and then something else
0: oh my gosh and then, look at and then you give
1: it give the tape tape to like a friend or something yeah you know, oh I made this mixtape damn yeah
0: do you have any of those tapes still
1: no of course not
0: it'd be amazing if you could track one down
1: yeah
0: amazing yeah amazing
1: um I got rid of all my um 45s in one fell swoop because I needed to raise money for a, a club that I was in
0: oh okay
1: for one of my projects that I wanted to do Uh and so uh, Easy Music yeah I used to have these um, swaps
0: right right
1: Um, and so uh, this guy I I mean I had a whole huge huge box right like maybe like two and a half feet long
0: um this is a Canadian I don't know how how long is it in in Uh, kilometers a
1: million (laughs) millimeters (laughs) I don't know um about this, the length of my leg, okay?
0: Okay, sure.
1: How's that? And uh, this guy, and it was kind of t- towards the end of the swap. And so uh, my boyfriend at the time, who was my husband now, um, he was getting tired too. So he, he told this guy, this entire box for $5. And the guy took it.
0: Were you upset?
1: Not too much because I was tired. Oh, okay. It was sunny. It was yeah. I was dehydrated. <laughs>
0: For our Canadian friends, the sun is this uh, really bright <laughs> thing in the sky, makes you warm.
1: <laughs> but um, now that I looked these up, I started a, a, I started another playlist on my Amazon Music uh, app, and I found, I found just between you and me uh-huh. and my girl.
0: So you're you're slowly recovering these.
1: Slowly. Thank you, Amazon Prime, man. <laughs> just so happy.
0: So with the Amazon Prime, you have to still pay for each song? Or is it like a, no. s- a music subscription? To-
1: there are some that you do have to pay for. It's called unlimited. Right.
0: Oh, thing. okay.
1: But for the most part, you can just find them. As long as you're paying your Amazon Prime yeah. You know. thing, you get a whole bunch of huh. free stuff. Well, we free. should take advantage yeah, of that. Yeah, you should.
0: Okay. Now, for realsies <laughs> this time, talent or no talent. Up on the chop, uh, the chopping block this time uh, for talent, no talent. Keeping our the Canadian theme, Mr. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Um, let's maybe go down some of his his accolades, and then we can truly uh, decide whether he's talented or I'd not. I'd like to
1: go down on him too. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> You're a lady.
1: Sorry, sorry, mom.
0: <laughs> Reynolds was named people's sexiest man alive in 2010 voted by jamie <laughs> and was awarded a star on the hollywood walk of fame in 2017. uh let's see now when we were first choosing ryan reynolds we we're like oh this maybe it's kind of a no-brainer that of course he's talented mm-hmm. but really i think you have to appreciate his entire body of work not just his body <laughs> his body of work jamie thank you so much so i'm gonna throw out to you some of my favorites of ryan reynolds and really, if you want to say that he's talented, I want you to agree that these are gems in his filmography.
1: If I saw them, okay. <laughs>
0: 2002, National Lampoon's Van Wilder. He didn't see it. 2004, How and Kumar go to White Castle?
1: I did see that. He was in that?
0: Yeah. Uh, he wasn't a main character. He had a small bit in uh, the, right. the surgery scene when Kumar, like, he pretends to be a doctor yeah. and he, he pulls the stuff... Uh, he's yeah, like he, working on he that guy. Can
1: guide. do doctor things because he um, he's very smart, right? Right. And medically inclined.
0: Right. And but then uh, but so he's one. Ryan Reynolds is one of the surgical assistants, and he's like okay, patting sounds, his brow. And he's like, familiar. he's like, sexy. What was that? Oh, nothing, nothing. Just let me dab your lips, just like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was funny. Yeah.
1: I vaguely remember that.
0: It was good though. Um, Let's see 2004 Blade Trinity. Yeah. holla mm. 2005 Waiting. No. Really good in that one. Ooh, 2005 Just Friends.
1: Yeah, give me a hint.
0: Uh he he's a, like a popular A&R record representative, but as he lives in LA, but then he goes back to the town that he grew up in where he grew up like as a fat kid. And when when he was a fat kid, he was in love with his best friend, and so he sees her again, mm-hmm. and he starts reverting to all his old habits, like wearing like really ridiculous sweaters, wearing his retainer, and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't see that. Oh, okay. This one I don't think you've seen. 2014, The Voices. No. It's like a dark, dark, dark comedy, but he plays a loser, which is kind of funny to see him play a loser. Uh, 2016 Deadpool. Yeah. Hello. Uh That's right. 2018 Deadpool 2. Yeah. 2019 Pokemon Detective Pikachu.
1: 2019?
0: Yeah. It's coming up next year. (laughs) Get ready for it. Also, if this wasn't enough to convince you, Jamie, Mm. that he's a tremendously talented man. The show called The King of Masked Singer conceals each singer's identity by having them wear a costume and elaborate mask, which they eventually remove for a dramatic performance reveal.
1: This was a different country, right?
0: This was in Korea, and this was earlier this year, while he was there promoting Deadpool 2. Reynolds was beckoned, uh, I'm sorry, not beckoned, he was bedecked, in a cartoon unicorn mask and rainbow trimmed white cape and he belted out a delightful rendition of the classic tune Tomorrow from the musical Annie handily managing a variety of key changes as well while singing, cuts to the audience and judges show their intense interest in this stranger. They appear quite impressed by his vocal chops but they really lose it when the mask comes off at the end of the song and of course as Raul Renault. Uh, Ryan Reynolds waves from the stage. So despite the audience's appreciation of his music, he ultimately did not advance past the first round of competition. Um, But yeah, he did a great job. King of Mask Singer is apparently a big hit in South Korea, and celebrities are par for the course as contestants. But Reynolds appears to be the first Hollywood export to grace the stage. So... So? He is tremendously talented. <laughs> Your take, Jamie?
1: Um, let's see. He's a
0: great singer, a great actor, wide range.
1: So he had a good voice.
0: He? he is like the modern day Donald Sutherland. <laughs> I don't know about. Safe that. like they did like a reprisal of Mash. Ryan Reynolds, no doubt, okay. would play. Uh, Donald Sutherland's character as well as go under prosthetics and do a quick cameo of Radar as well he's that talented he can do all of that Jamie Mm. what are your thoughts
1: Mm. Um, I do like him yes I I like good job Uh, well the first um, time I sort of um, caught a hint of him was of course in Blade and yeah, he, 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 did was, a, he was, worked out a lot. For he that. worked
0: out a lot, yeah. um, but he was the comedic. Yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Damn, what do you call it? The tool. Comic appeal. The com- to tool. <laughs> comic relief. Yeah. He's a comic relief.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Much like uh, Vince Vaughn's character in one of the Jurassic Park sequels that was kind of a thing where it happened you know like you're doing all these mm. sequels now we're going to add a zany guy to like make it kind of weird mm. just like Tremors 7 when they brought in Jamie Presley
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, uh, you know I'm more of a rom-com and you know he's done a, a bit of rom-coms yeah uh, I do like The Proposal with uh, Sandra Bullock um, and I think I'm the only one that likes Green Lantern
0: yeah, that be, be one of you. Could be, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I like I haven't seen like all of his stuff or even the majority of his stuff, but um yeah. Yeah, he's cool. He's cool.
0: Did you also like the green hornet? I often get the two confused. But one of them you no. have to be in shape and the other one you don't. So.
1: No, no, no I'm Rogan. Rogan kind of worked out for that. Mm. You have Mm,
0: to watch it again. Or maybe I just need to watch it.
1: Or just Google uh, an image. Okay. Yeah. All
0: right. Okay. So final verdict. Both of us agree. Ryan Reynolds is talented. Mm -hmm. Talented enough for you to go back and watch National Lampoon's Van Wilder. Green Lantern? Uh, Tit for tat.
1: (laughs) Did you see the proposal? No. Okay, go see that. You don't have to see Green Lantern. Okay. Because Betty White is in it.
0: Ah, okay. See? And then you can watch Waiting. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that is Talent or No Talent. On to the Snack Review. (laughs) Up for the Snack Review, uh, like last week, we did, or I would say last episode, we did Kit Kat. And this week, it is back on for that train. Back on with more Kit Kat. This time, the flavor, Premium Mint. It is a limited season special edition, only available in Japan. This seasonal treat is made to taste like mint chocolate, giving a refreshing and satisfying experience. Um, Again, in case you didn't hear last week, a little background on KitKat. It is produced globally by Nestle, which acquired Roundtree in 1988, with the exception of the United States, where it is made under the license by H.B. Reese Candy Company, a division of the Hershey Company. Uh, as far as mint chocolates, here's a little fun fact for you. The U.S. National Confectioners Association lists February 19th as Chocolate Mint Day. Did Kate, you know that? No. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so you've already unwrapped these, as you probably could hear, and these are on the table. I'm not even holding these yet. I can already yeah. smell the mint. Yep. But uh, that's one of the properties of mint. It's, it's uh, very, very aromatic. Yes. You yes. know it's there.
1: As a whole, I don't like well, I mean, mint do. anything, except for mint. <laughs> <laughs> if it's you, a mint, I'll eat it. If it's mint anything else, I really won't care for it. What
0: about it. like uh, York peppermint, peppermint patties? No, I never liked it. You know, I remember the first time I bit into something mint mm-hmm. it was those Andes chocolates. Yeah. Because they I mean, make, a, they make the ones that rules. are all chocolate. And then I didn't know that. They, I didn't. It's spam. Spam, spam. color name. Uh, but there's. Um, I didn't know they made the mint ones. I just thought it was a different color paper. Because you know how Andes, they're wrapped in that metallic wrapping?
1: Aren't they all mint?
0: No. There's a chocolate one that's a brown.
1: That's not one. mint at all. That's not
0: mint at all. So I would eat those. And then I saw, oh, this one's green. They're probably just doing it for Christmas or something. And then I bit into it. I was like...
1: Ugh. <laughs> so you didn't expect it? Hate,
0: yeah. I didn't like mint for the longest time okay, until college. And then that's when I just started eating all the stuff I normally hated. Like mac salad. I used to hate mac salad. Um, chili. I didn't like chili before. I didn't like spaghetti before. started eating all this stuff. And then along came mint. Loved mint chocolate chip ice cream.
1: I hate that. I mean, so I, good. I hate it. I can eat it, and then of course you know you get the Andy's mint, the mint chocolates uh, at certain restaurants. Right. You know, but um, and I used to eat them every so often, but now I'll just take the one that I have that's at the the one that the restaurant gives, and I give it to someone else.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Well, I think that's uh, enough about mint. We'll go ahead and snap into these.
1: Did you mention why we picked the mint?
0: No. Go ahead.
1: Well. Not that well, we had a whole out. lot of stuff to uh, pick from. Whew,
0: very I penchant. think we have
1: to replenish our our snack supplies.
0: We have. Uh, last I look, we have one other Kit Kat. Yeah. We have uh, an Oreo.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. See.
0: And we've got uh, three People, more episodes you're not for the supplying
1: season. us with enough <laughs> snacks.
0: All of these empty promises. That's what you guys are, <laughs> liars. Yeah.
1: But yeah, we picked um, of the you know three options. We pick mint because it's refreshing and it it, it uh, is reminiscent yeah. of cold weather in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: then uh, the holiday yeah. season, lots yeah. of mint, lots of peppermint Yeah. It, just, it goes with the holidays for some reason. Yeah. It's probably started by some company that <laughs> created their own holiday tradition and now it's perpetuated through uh, our, sure. our own capitalistic sure. uh, traditions. Right. But, yeah, I'm just gonna bite into this. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Hmm. You know, for the amount of um, of how much it smells like mint, mm-hmm. it um, the mint isn't as strong as I thought it would. But I do appreciate is the green wafers.
1: Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool.
0: It's actually yeah. It's not a crazy level of mint. So I think this is. Uh, something that someone like you who doesn't like mint all that much would kind of appreciate because it's kind of like a subtle, it's like subtle mint. Well,
1: yeah. it's like the same as the Andy's mint except it has crunch,
0: is it? I Andy's like way more strong, no?
1: Because so Andy's has the um, the mint stripe, yeah, yeah, and it's metal. a green, yeah,
0: yeah, a green layer.
1: I mean, same concept, but it's a good proportion
0: yeah it's not overpowering mm-hmm. though, for sure mm-hmm. I uh, I like it I do I'm trying to compare it to like would I take this over Andes? yeah cuz I kind of like the texture of the wafers yeah so as far as mint treats I would put this pretty near the top if not the top
1: hmm I think now, if I had to eat some like a something with chocolate and mint
0: Wait, isn't there a popular Girl Scout cookie that's mint?
1: No. I think so. Mint, Thin mints? Thin mints. I'm not into Girl Scout cookies.
0: trying to think what it tastes like. Um, but as far as Kit Kats, what does this rank for you like, as far as Kit Kats, the, the hundreds of flavors that we have tried?
1: <clears throat> um, I'd rather have the sake one <laughs> or the wasabi one.
0: What did we do last episode? Was that...
1: Dark. Dark.
0: Ooh. Mm, well, that was good. Been, yeah,
1: okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, I think this would be maybe around four or five top Kit Kats for me. Really? Yeah, well, top five. It's mm. good enough, for sure.
1: I would but, have to say...
0: But it's not one, like, I gotta have. It
1: has to be past top ten. Like, lower than top ten.
0: Wow. Yeah, Okay. Somewhere. I will give this, man, I will give it 2.8 out of four Kit Kat fingers.
1: 2.8 out of four. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not great, but it's not bad. Uh, I'll give it uh, (laughs) one out of five tic tacs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tic tacs that were in your pocket. Free, like rolled around in lint.
1: Melty and Melty. linty, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So as I mentioned, just three more episodes of the second season of the podcast. Wow. Crazy, crazy how time <laughs> has flown. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe to the Opposite Tastes podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Connect with us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Opposite Tastes Podcast. Remember, that's Opposite Tastes. And now we're on Twitter. Yay. Yay. So you can do that at symbol thing and Opposite Tastes. We are Opposite Tastes. No periods or underscores or anything. Not period, but uh, space, underscore, anything. I don't know. It's all one. No
1: symbols whatsoever.
0: Yeah. All just together. I was trying to get Opposite Tastes pod. Hmm. But that was, it exceeded the, the character count.
1: Oh.
0: So I guess it's just opposite damn taste.
1: opposite word. Oh,
0: it's too long. Too long. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> opposite tastes, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Canada Day as far as today. I know it's not the official Canada Day because that happens in July. I July. I said it in French.
1: July. Guess but as say. far as
0: we're concerned, it's Canada Day. But mahalo again to the Buns Podcast Network, and thank you to Canada. We love being a Canadian co- uh, codcast. Podcast.
1: A codcast. Maybe that's possible.
0: <laughs> about just fish. About cod. Yeah. Podcast about fish.
1: That's our next uh, theme. It's going be. Uh, topic. We're going to taste
0: some cod for our <laughs> <laughs> our season finale. Anyway, I'm done. <laughs> Thanks and goodbye.
1: Bonjour.